Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right. Now enjoy the show. Lost Tapes. Uh, I've seen Moose sit down and stand up before, like when they're hanging out yeah. watching their kids. Because uh, that's the only time you really need to be afraid of Moose, is if it's a... Okay, this is just my experience, listeners. Do not take anything I say as like Moose safety advice. They'll probably just kill you. Um, but uh, usually the only time you have to be afraid of Moose is if they've got their kids like hanging out. Yeah. Because um, if you get between them, like if you oh, break that line of sight... Up a little bit. If they break that line of sight, they'll, yeah. just, they'll just fuck you up. Um 
but usually they'll just ignore you. I got, yeah. Okay, I got two moose running stories. Um, most of them are pretty boring. Yeah. Like I was walking home from school through four feet of snow in the middle of the night. Uh, and Why? like I see him. What? Why in the middle of the night? Oh, well, because the middle of the night means like 9 p.m. Oh. Like it's pitch black outside. <laughs> um, you know, effectively middle of the night. Although I have had to walk home a few times in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, juggling cars is a thing out there because we lived pretty far out and we only had so many cars. Yeah. And I'd like, like I said, like three. Oh, I didn't think I said it on podcast. I have like three sisters, a stepsister, four stepbrothers. It's a mess. But sometimes <laughs> didn't get a car. Sometimes the buses are down because they crashed yeah. or they're just not there for no reason whatsoever. So you're walking home and there's just a moose in your way and you have to wait or you have to walk around and find some other route through the fucking woods or something because yeah. there's only one path. And it, mm. Anyway, those are pretty boring because you, know, you just see a moose and you don't go to it. Yeah. Um, for, for a while when I was in college, I lived in a dry cabin. So it's just, uh, it's just me and the cabin and an s- electric space heater. And I was living out by behind a big house, and I had this whole arrangement where I could, you know, go and use the main house whenever I wanted, but it wasn't connected. Yeah. Is the thing. So I had to go and use the bathroom about three in the morning. I wake up, I have to pee. So I'm like, all right, fuck. It's like forty below out. It's pitch black. I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, but you know, to hell with it. I don't want to put on my my coat, my all my winter gear. I'm just gonna throw on my shoes, and I'm just gonna make a break for it. I'm just going to run into the house, finish as quickly as possible, come on back, get back to sleep. I got class in the morning. I don't want to do this. So um, it's also fucking dark outside. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find my flashlight. I didn't think to use my phone. I'm just, you know, I'm groggy. I want to make this happen. So I just go out and I know the route. It's about two feet of snow on either end, but then there's my footpath. So I'm just like, I'm just going to break from my footpath and, and go down as fast as possible. So I just start running. And I'm cold. I'm wearing, like, my pajamas. Mm. Um, halfway through my path, I'm barely starting to get my vision out. You know, it's starting yeah. to adjust. And I crash into something, just rock solid, and I fall on my ass and slide back down, like, the, the yeah. compact snow. It's basically ice yeah. at this point. I don't know what the fuck I just hit. Didn't really hurt. It was kind of soft. I look up, and there's just this, this mass, like, silhouetted in front of the stars. And it's just a fucking moose just sitting there right on the path. I just crashed into this guy. And he was just perfectly perpendicular to the path. And I just whacked right into him. And he just turns his head over to me like he, like he just, I don't know, had like a tiny squirrel like bump into him or something. Yeah. So I just fucking get up and run back to my cab and lock the door and pee out the window. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my first thought. I was like, is it too cold? Would the cold freeze your penis? Um, like if I left it out in the wind for a while, yeah. It's not enough to uh, freeze your pee stream on the way down. See? That's the thing. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's... All this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. 
Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, Let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair, and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers advertisers, know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And, uh... You'll get started, you'll make your podcast, you'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans, dudes, womans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. This episode is brought to you by... Ordered Chaos Comedy Club. It's a uh, improv company, mostly online on Twitch, Ordered Chaos, and on Facebook. That's O R D E R E D C H A O S. Obviously, there's a space in between those. My good friend, uh, is uh, 
in the troop, and his name's Brandon Caraco. They do a um, every uh, second Thursday or something like that. Check out the page. I'll read you the, the description. Ordered chaos provides an energy similar to the current world, weird circumstances, odd timing, and playful characters genuinely trying their best to get by. Dedicated to being affected, these trashy thespians are happy to find the laughter within the mess. Check them out at Ordered Chaos on Facebook and Twitch. And uh, they seem to be pretty popular, you know. About uh, 3.4 thousand, apparently. It's pretty nice. And he's a good friend of mine. He's very funny. I don't know uh, some of the other members, but, you know, anything Brandon does, I'm a fan. It's one of my favorite comics to watch. So check him out. Check out the Twitch at Ordered Chaos. And uh, check him out on Facebook. They do Facebook Lives. Anyway. Back to the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. It kind of feels like I'm dying on the inside. It kind of feels like I've been trying to get by, and I've been this way since day one I don't need no medication, no, I don't need no drugs Or maybe I'm different, and maybe my ADHD got me tripping And maybe I'm just everything that you miss me, yeah I feel like I'm would that be all right we're on we're on all right hello 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 you have a friend i do i've got two friends i've got two very expectant dogs that want me to toss some balls and i'm not gonna do it oh, go ahead and introduce yourself hello Doctor. i am ryan uh one of mike's actor buddies yeah. thank you for having me on oh of course to this uh what's it called now it's not comicologist anymore is it no well, the comicologists exist, but it's, uh, it's like, comic books and oh, stuff. It's McCowan Rules of the Comicologist Channel or something. Just McCowan Rules, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. So, um, all right. No, I'm not going to throw this. You just can stare at it for all the time you like. That's the thing I like about dogs. They don't understand any kind of cause-to-effect relationship. Yeah. Like, they, they demand the effect, but utterly reject the cause. Like, take, uh, take this ball from me. I want you to have it. But under no circumstances will I allow you to have it. The border collie, too. He, if you leave bread on the counter, he'll eat the whole loaf of bread. I don't know why. He just likes bread, it sounds. He doesn't like wheat bread. Maybe he's just eating it to protect you from it. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, can't let, uh, can't let my master know that this has entered his home. <laughs> Dude, he... Uh, Better get rid of it. De- deconstructing dog motivation, I feel like, could be a whole podcast in and of itself. I like... I like thinking who would voice your dog. Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah. Or just pets in general. I, yeah. I feel like uh, James Earl Jones would be like a cute little hamster. Yeah. Yeah. You know? James Earl Jones. I woke up one morning and I decided I would run around on my little wheel. 
you know? Or Keith David. Keith David would be another like cute little fuzzy creature. I don't know. Maybe a gerbil. My buddy once had a gerbil. Um, was it? Was it a gerbil or a, oh, fuck? What was it? It was one of those little fuzzy animals that people keep. I picture him, uh, Sport, the um, Australian cattle dog. Sport. His name's actually Sport. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. It looks like a sport. I picture him the um, the voice of what's his name Rothenberg Rosenberg from um, Toy Story and Cheers. From Toy Story, who uh, who in Toy Story? Oh, Woody! Ah, don't mind him. He's just a little baby, little cry baby. What? Uh, what I'm what a little toy? Porky Pig. Oh, the little the, big bank. The, that guy who was in. I was every... the truck driver in all the Pixar movies. Yeah, he was also. Uh, I think uh, he was someone in Bugs Life. Yeah, he he died. He was like so many people in Pixar movies. Yeah. The the pig. You're talking about the he, pig, right? Yeah. The, the pig he's, bank. Yeah. He's yeah, in every, him. yeah. He was in Cheers originally. But okay. He's like okay, voices yeah, every single Pixar thing. Yeah. I could see that <laughs> voice for, for the dog. Um, he also doesn't like his feet touch too. If you walk up to him and you squeeze his feet, he'll walk away from you. You know, the only, uh, the only animal you can't really like apply this thought experiment to is, uh, is parrots. Cause they already got their own, you know, kind of human thing. voices. Mimic you though. You know, like they, they already got like a, like an accent, you know, I would love a parrot, but I can't have a mer- parrot because I have asshole friends. Oh yeah. That, I mean, you got to just kind of keep it in isolation for a while. Like just, just Brandon would teach you. it racist puns. My, uh, my dad actually had that exact problem. He got a secondhand parrot. <laughs> um, I'm from Alaska and I've had a lot of really weird animal experiences. Um, because uh, my dad's a nut and he gets strange stuff. Uh, I've had like snakes and all all sorts of junk. But anyway, there was a parrot. Uh, yeah. He got it secondhand, which is the last way you ever want to have a parrot because you can't teach it anything fun and it comes pre-installed with all sorts of fun phrases and horrible things it'll tell you. Um, this parrot had a real attitude too. So we, we got him. His name was Max. Um, we uh, we ran a dive shop and he he lived there because yeah. you know it's a it's a customer draw to have a parrot in your store apparently. Yeah. Um, and uh, this parrot was was uh, the one fun thing he said. If you prompted him, if you started going like na 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 na, go na 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 na, Batman, which was just great. That was the best thing. That would be my best friend's dream parrot. Yeah, no, it was great. It was like it was like dream come true. We got the Batman parrot. Like that's just wonderful. Problem is though, he was kind of an asshole, and he loved women though. Like whenever my mom was in the store or yeah. any other any other woman, he would uh, prip and preen. He'd fluff his feathers <laughs> up. He'd start strutting back and forth and go, "Pretty bird, pretty bird, yeah. I love you." Um, he, he was a total flirt. He hated me. He hated my dad. He hated men. He'd bite our fingers. He'd he'd you know scoff and flip his head back and forth. Yeah. He'd go one time, "Prick!" When my dad tried to get him out of his cage, <laughs> was like, that's awesome. Like a, a nightmare little womanizer bird. See, if I had a bird, um, I feel like. If I left him alone at all, going on the road or anything like that, I feel like mm-hmm. my friend who would watch him, I'd come home, just, ah, you're a goblin. Ah, go kill yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, 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 there's a bit of a, a racial precedent there between, like, I don't know, birds and goblins. Like, he's just right? watched The Hobbit one too many times. It's like, ah, the eagles had the right idea, right? Kill them all. Kill them all. I mean, Stop I'm, buying your toenails. <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just uh, reveal that you've got a little bird on your shoulder, dressed like a goblin. First parrot. Uh, that's Travis told that to our former director when he was AD. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, 
there was a pirate role and it came up. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, a he goes, about the pirate show. Uh, if you give me this, I will find. She's like, you can't do this. You don't have a parrot. It doesn't make sense. And he goes, I'll find a pirates pirate. don't need parrots. But if that's your, if that's your like your Criteria? thing. Yeah, I will find a parrot. And she goes, it has to be a pirate parrot. And he goes, like a rainbow. Yeah, it'll be a parrot. It'll be okay. a huge macaw. Like a and parrot, I'll find parrot. It not, for not, not like something cheap. Like you bring like a chickadee dressed as a parrot or a, yeah. or a cockatoo and you're like, and said, I spray painted it. He sent her a picture with it, all in costume and everything. Oh she God. goes, no. He's like, you are, you are mean. <laughs> Damn. Okay, you, you send the picture back. It's the exact same picture, but now the, pirate's wearing a, the parrot is wearing an eye patch. Okay, that, now I'm legitimately wondering, can you put an eye patch on a parrot? Maybe. You've got to get a custom one, I imagine. Like, you wouldn't want to hurt the guy. Yeah. And their eyes kind of pop out of their heads a little bit. Yeah. There's got to be a way for it, though. Like, That'd be amazing. There needs to be eye patches for parrots. Oh, you know what? That's, that's, I want like, to put an eye patch on him. That's how we Feel get Pete on make your him ass. Look tough. <laughs> She's like, I really can just you, wanted to be authentic. Can you teach uh, ravens to, to talk? Ravens? I feel like that'd be waste. I don't here. think you can teach. No, ravens and crows are smart as shit, though. Like the thing I love about them is, you know, <laughs> parrots. Parrots are fun, and they're, they they can be kind of prissy, yeah. and they can be they can be kind of I don't know. They, they can just be riled up, and you know, be, all birds can be assholes. Yeah. I mean, come on, they've got the, the the dinosaur blood in them. Yeah. Um, ravens and crows, though. The thing I love about um, not so much crows. Crows are mostly just stupid and hungry. Ravens, though, my favorite thing about them is they understand the concept of revenge. Yeah, and they will see like if you wrong a raven, <laughs> they will fucking find you. <laughs> That's true. Like if you like, you know, throw stuff at them while they're eating garbage, and like we got ravens and crows everywhere uh, in in Fairbanks. Like it's like the main kind of bird you'll see. Yeah, that's what much. my cousin said in uh, Anchorage. She said that <clears throat> Alaska desensitized her of the specialness of eagles. Oh, re- really? Yeah, because like you do see them around, like they're they're decently common, but I don't know when you see them, it's still kind of fun. It definitely desensitizes you to the specialness or, or anything moose. of moose. Yeah, moose are <laughs> okay. My God, I've got. I, I definitely saw about three moose on average every yeah. week, easily, easily for for twenty years. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking moose. I want to fact check something with you, my girl. Go for I, it. I, uh, my ex girlfriend. Okay. She said uh, she um, got her truck got hit by a running grizzly bear. Uh, that's never happened to me, but uh, I've definitely had run-ins with with grizzly bears. But nothing. Never heard of that. Like I've heard, a grizzly bear running I've into of, a moving vehicle. I've heard of moose hitting hitting your vehicle. Yeah, I've heard um, of that. I've heard of that more than I've heard of people hitting moose. Because you don't want to fucking hit a moose. No. Like, if you, if, you, if you hit a moose moving at least, like, 60, and this happened in Anchorage, like, I think twice yeah. during my time up there. I'm sure it happened more times. I didn't hear about it. Uh, if you hit a moose, they're so top-heavy, yeah. you, you'll just, in the front of your car, will just delete their little wicker legs. Like, the, their legs are just gone. They don't matter. Yeah. And then you've suddenly got this humongous, weighty roll of, of, of just rock-solid animal rolling over the top of your car and it'll just smush your whole driver's compartment in. yeah like it's it's bad you know they're like a couple tons right yeah they're, they're as they're, heavy as horses they're heavy they're heavier than horses usually they're big they're like you think they're just like brown fluffy horses with antlers but yeah. they're i'd say another like third the size of your average like they sleep well standing horse. up uh i don't know I, I would imagine no no they don't they sit down oh they, really they, I've, I've seen mooses moose meese that's the that's Mises. a question isn't it 
my grandpa once tried to convince he was me it was Mies when I was young, and I called them Mies for years. So now my my, my whole plural moose perceptions all is fucked all to hell. Um, but anyway, moose moose is moose. I think it's just moose. Fuck it. Uh, I've seen moose sit down and stand up before, like when they're hanging out yeah. watching their kids. Because uh, that's the only time you really need to be afraid of moose is if it's a okay. This is just my experience, listeners. Do not take anything I say as like moose safety advice they'll probably just kill you. Um, but uh, usually the only time you have to be afraid of moose is if they've got their kids like hanging out. Yeah. Because um, if you get between them, like if you oh, break that line the mic of sight, up a little bit. if they break that line of sight, they'll yeah. just, they'll just fuck you up. Um, but usually they'll just ignore you. I got, yeah. okay. I got two moose running stories. Um, most of them are pretty boring. Yeah. Like I was walking home from school through four feet of snow in the middle of the night. Uh, and Why? like I see him, what? Why in the middle of the night? Oh well, because the middle of the night means like nine p.m. Oh, like it's pitch black outside. <laughs> um, you know, effectively middle of the night. Although I have had to walk home a few times in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, juggling cars is a thing out there because we lived pretty far out and we only had so many cars. Yeah, and I'd like, like I said, like three. Oh, I didn't think I said it on podcast. I have like three sisters, a stepsister, four stepbrothers. It's a mess. But sometimes. <laughs> didn't get a car sometimes the buses are down because they crashed yeah or they're just not there for no reason whatsoever so you're walking home and there's just a moose in your way and you have to wait or you have to walk around and find some other route through the fucking woods or something because yeah. there's only one path and it, mm. anyway those are pretty boring because you know you just see a moose and you don't go to it yeah um for for a while when i was in college i lived in a dry cabin so it's just uh it's just me and the cabin and a s electric space heater and I was living out by behind a big house, and I had this whole arrangement where I could, you know, go and use the main house whenever I wanted, but it wasn't connected. Yeah. Is the thing. So I had to go and use the bathroom. About three in the morning, I wake up. I have to pee. So I'm like, all right, fuck. It's like forty below out. It's pitch black. I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, but you know, to hell with it. I don't want to put on my my coat, my all my winter gear. I'm just gonna throw on my shoes, and I'm just gonna make a break for it. I'm just going to run into the house, finish as quickly as possible, come on back, get back to sleep. I got class in the morning. I don't want to do this. So um, it's also fucking dark outside. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find my flashlight. I didn't think to use my phone. I'm just, you know, I'm groggy. I want yeah. to make this happen. So I just go out and I know the route. It's about two feet of snow on either end, but then there's my footpath. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm just going to break from my footpath and, and go down as fast as possible. So I just start running. And I'm cold. I'm wearing like my pajamas. Mm. Um, halfway through my path, I'm barely starting to get my vision out. You know, it's starting yeah. to adjust. And I crash into something, just rock solid. And I fall on my ass and slide back down like the, the yeah. compact snow. It's basically ice yeah. at this point. I don't know what the fuck I just hit. Didn't really hurt. It was kind of soft. I look up and there's just this, this mass like silhouetted in front of the stars. And it's just a fucking moose just sitting there right on the path. I just crashed into this guy. And he was just perfectly perpendicular to the path. And I just whacked right into him. And he just turns his head over to me like he, like he just, I don't know, had like a tiny squirrel like bump into him or something. Yeah. So I just fucking get up and run back to my cab and lock the door and pee out the window. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my first thought. I was like, is it too cold? Would the cold freeze your penis? Um, like if I left it out in the wind for a while, yeah. It's See. not enough to uh, freeze your pee stream on the way down. See? That's fair. the thing. You know, Does that you, happen? Uh, fucking maybe. I don't know. I don't go pissing <laughs> out in the woods in 60 below weather. 
You don't go out there when it's that cold. Dude, my buddy in Ohio sent me a, he was a steaming, a video of a steaming cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. This winter, and he brought it outside, and you just see it freezing. Oh, yeah, you can go out with and just like, splash <laughs> yeah. liquids out into the air, and it'll freeze before it hits the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, it can That's get that cool. cold. I, personally, though, 20, 20 years out there, fuck, wait, how long did I, whenever, um, never once pissed into 60 below uh, weather. I couldn't imagine that'd be fun. <laughs> I fried an egg on the pavement once. Yeah, I wanted to try all that out here. Yeah. Like, I, I just moved down here to, to Arizona to the other extreme. Yeah. I wanted to cook some cookies on the It dashboard. works surprisingly well. Are the good cookies? No, I don't know if the cookies. But I did okay. do the um, the egg. egg. Did you um, eat the egg? No. Of a hubcat? I, was, oh, I would hope not. <laughs> no, I didn't do it on the hubcat. I did it on the street. Oh, shit. All right, well, if you count, you clean the street first. You maybe. No, I want to eat something that I cook in the sun out here is the thing. True. Like, if you leave gummy bears in the car, they'll all melt together. And become just like a, a horrible, yeah. homogenous horror movie mask. Yeah, that's why Travis freezes his. <laughs> oh, shit. I can I, see that. I don't know why. He eats so much candy, and every time I question him about it, he goes, I have kids. And then I go go to his house and mm. ask his kids, and be like, do you guys get any candy? And they'll be like, what? he had candy? <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Uh, it's like he blamed it on you guys too. What an I, ass! I got that feel for for the longest time. Me and my sisters had to hide our Halloween candy for fear yeah. that our dad would find it. And it was tough because he was taller than us, and he could reach all the places that we had to work hard to get the candy hidden in. Yeah. Um, I but, dated uh, a girl that tried to monitor my candy habits once. Really? I was like, listen, you exposed me to sour gummy worms, and now you want to make sure I don't become diabetic? No, no. It's like that's not happening. You're out of my life. I can keep these gummy worms though. So wait, hang on. Did you have a breakup over like one of those like jumbo like Costco bags of Mega Mondo gummy worms that's big as a beanbag chair, or was it just like a normal bag gummy bear, gummy worms? Want to break over up over it? <laughs> she just sounds like you're thinking real hard about it. It was one of the reasons. Okay, because I can see uh, like a huge bag of gummy worms being a. I feel like girls with me are easy to think of me as like a big child. Mm-hmm. But I do somehow keep myself alive. So, okay. Well, I mean, you know, some like sitcom characters somehow manage to do it. I'm juvenile, so it's cool, sis. Yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I feel yeah. But uh, growing no, up is for losers. This, no, you heard this, it here first. So D, she doesn't know this. So, uh, but D, um, Deanna? D, Deanna. Yeah. Okay. So her and I did a show together. All right. And uh, right before New Year's, and I met this girl. And uh, she was like an actor, and she knew her Deanna through Deanna. Okay. And uh, we were talking a lot, and we we're really getting along, and like big paragraphs of text messages, which is unusual for me because I don't really like texting at all. Okay, I thought you were gonna say because I don't know how to spell. And, yeah, know. I have to look up words. <laughs> I just, like, I just, uh, you know, what is like that mean? thing you do on a text uh, program where it gives you a suggested word, and you just rapid tap that to give yourself a, a, an insane sentence. You just send that out. It's like rapascallions. Wow, she's sending something back. I must be saying something right. <laughs> no, I was. I don't Sorry, ask I questions. You. You're like. Tell me about you, or what do you think about this, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so we're, it's big things, and we have a date on, like, Tuesday, Sunday. Okay. So it's like, well, how it is today. All right. So it's, this was, like, two months ago. Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, I haven't heard from you in about a day. Are we still on for Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I hear everything on Monday, but on Tuesday, I was like, hey, are we uh, still being some... Pumpkin Halloween cookies for Halloween. 
from Easily Irritated Comedy Cult Studios from the Cowboys of Comedy? Well, you're wrong, Missy. What are my sculptures and my podcasts and my sweet, sweet baby puppy, little baby? She's not a little baby. She's eight, but she's eight, but that's a baby in human years. You know, I know in dog years, she's like 45, but in in human years, she's still a baby. So she's my baby and she's baby Cassie. What they do to anybody? Nobody. Nothing. Little baby Isaac. I have an Isaac plush toy that my friends got me for my last birthday. What'd he do? Nothing. He cries continuously, though. Is it strange that a 30-year-old man has a plush of a naked baby that's crying? A crying naked baby? It's from The Binding of Isaac. It's a video game. It's a pretty fun video game. I've never beaten the whole thing. But I'm not that great at video games. I have a short temperament and a short attention span. But I can do podcasts. And I'll do them more regularly. I'm sorry. I had bouts of depression. I thought I knew better than doctors and medical persons. But you know what? Maybe the occasional suicidal thought every now and again is not the worst thing that can happen. When you have to face weeks of just mind-numbing depression. I'll give it a few more days. Go big or go home, I always say. Can't can't risk little things. Big rewards coming, you know? High risk, high reward. Little risk, little reward. Or something like that. My best friends want to go to a watering hole, go swimming. I was like, that sounds fun. Sounds very Huckleberry Finn. I'll do that. So I looked up a few places. There are a few places in Sedona. I like those places. But I've been to Sedona. I've been to Slide Rock. They're fun, very touristy. Uh, Mildredge Bridge. Midgley Midgley Bridge that sounded cool sounded like a college hot spot I know I'm 30 I know that's creepy but I like to party it's not about getting with chicks I'm down for the party you know and I know it's just three of us and I'm with a married couple but I'm gonna have weed on me you know and God knows marijuana makes friends. Don't you worry, you germ freaks, right? My goblin ways, I'm trying to leave them behind. My apartment is still spotless. My condo, whatever you want to call it. It's more apartment-like than condo, but I guess technically it's a condo. Anyway, it's still clean. I'm trying to leave my goblin ways behind me. But marijuana is about sharing Sharon is Karen, you know. I'll use some hand sanitizer. I. You can also use like rubber, you know, um, the little tops for your vapes that they come with. And if you just poke a hole in the top, 
slide that over like a condom. Someone can puff on that and they can keep that for future use, you know? That's how you spread the party. But, no, we found a better place. A place with waterfalls, supposedly, you know? You never know with pictures on Google. We could get there and it could be dried up and awful looking. But it's called Fossil Creek. And it's supposed to be like an hour away from Phoenix. I was like, damn, that's way closer than Sedona, you know? We're out in Tempe. Well, I love it in Gilbert. I love it. I love it in Gilbert. It's nice. It's sweet. It's beautiful. I lived in Tempe for a long time, though. It was... I like the hustle bustle of the city. I like the dirtiness of the hobos. The community of the hobos fascinates me. Their whole community. It's very circusy. It's very freak show esque. It's very Venice Beachy. I like it without the wedding dresses and the clowns, you know? If I was. Sometimes I wish that I was like. Like. Freaky awesome instead of like. Beautiful, mildly funny, and moderately okay at the ukulele, you know? So I could join the freak show. I'm watching the the American Horror Story, the freak show season right now. I could do some great things with lobster hands, all right? He talks about it like it's a curse. Or maybe because you're in the 60s or the 40s or whatever that time period is. But lobster hands today... You could you could have a real cool act with some lobster hands, all right? Real cool stand-up act, one-man show, you name it, baby. Vegas, here we come. Penn and Teller, David Blaine, let's see what we can do with these lobster claws. It would suck, though, being that clown trying to commit suicide with a shotgun, it not working, you just have a hole in your mouth. At least he doesn't have, like, the asshole mouth from that kid, like that kid from Preacher. You know what I'm talking about? Where it looks like his whole mouth is, like, one stretched out asshole. I think they call him ass face or whatever. But he's, like, stuck in hell with Hitler and he got out. A bunch of spoilers right there, just so you know. After the fact, of course, because, you know, this is my show. We do things my way. I would play you guys a song. I wrote a rather funny song about an ex-girlfriend that I had years ago. Um, doesn't say her name in the song, but uh, for sure if she ever heard it, she'd be like, Oh, hey! Oh, is that kind of hoe? What's up? But, uh... I want to be considerate of the person, that the C word I said. I don't have enough anger left in me to call her the full C-U-N-T, you know? There's a lot of anger in there when I started spouting off the cunt word. I really don't think that it's, you know, good about women. But, you know, if that letter turned out to be written by a guy... I wouldn't have changed the word. 
I just feel like that's a derogatory word toward any gender. I just hurts me that other women get hurt by it. And I don't like to hurt people's feelings. That person really pissed me off. But now, I feel calm. It's 3.30 a.m. in the morning. Recording this podcast for 41 minutes. I was all hyped up. I was all amped up. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get to sleep. I need to express my thoughts and my feelings, you know? Of course, I'm not going to do anything to that person. I don't even know who it was. They left it anonymous. Like, I couldn't figure it out. But, I don't know. I just don't care enough. It's just, all I ask is just treat me like a human being, you know? Because chances are, if animal control is called to my door and I answer and I talk to them in person... I'm going to be selling out everybody. By everybody, I mean the people above me that I think left the letter. Because I like everybody else. Everybody else is cool. But upstairs, that's who I'm selling out. I don't care if you're guilty or not. That's who I think wrote the letter. <sighs> I'm crazy. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw the first punch. I won't even call animal control. Just because I feel like that's a fucked up thing to do to somebody, you know? If cops showed up to my house too, I'd be very annoyed. Because I'm still on probation and I have to report that shit to my probation officer. I just, like like I said, I just want to be left alone, you know? I don't want to cause problems. I'm sorry that they were kept up, you know? I'm sorry that I was watching my grandfather who was sick and not doing great. I'm sorry that I had to watch his dog because my family does so much for me. They help me a lot, out a lot. They've been helping me out a lot during this pandemic. They've not always been perfect parents, you know? They love me, and they've been helping me. I felt like that was the least I could do. My brother was out of town. I honestly didn't think sport would be this much of a pain in the ass. And he destroyed my curtains. I had to buy new curtains. Blackout curtains, because now the sun stares at me. I had to hang a blanket like a ghetto fiend. I'm a classy bitch. I'm a classy queen all right i demand i demand fanciness and luxury can't have dogs tearing down my my fanciness just because they go see a friend or go to a dispensary or go to the goddamn grocery store i don't like dogs asking me to go outside every five minutes cassie wants to go outside now but she's fine because she actually asks me to go to the bathroom. She doesn't cry, wolf. Sport looks like a dingo. He's an Australian red cattle dog. The little curly tail curls around and around just like a pig. 
But he looks like a little dingo other than that. But it's just so needy. And I know I say that because, and I'm the most needy. I'm also low maintenance, but I'm also super needy. No, I'm just really needy. I come in bouts of neediness, but I also hate needy animals and I hate needy people. You know, you can't need me all the time. You could want to be around me. Cassie's an exception. I need her too. All right. It's a two-way streak. We're imprinted on each other or she's imprinted on me, but I'm definitely connected with her. And, you know, I don't see myself having children mostly because I have a 95% chance of not having children. But also because I'm very much a child. I can barely take care of myself. I think a kid would annoy me. I think I'd be a great uncle. I would be a great uncle. I will be a great uncle. And that's why I want my brother to have kids. And I want Austin, my best friend, to have kids with his glorious bride. They would be great parents. You know, growing up with them really fucks your head up. I really feel the Cory and Panga syndrome. You know, and it's weird that, you know, you, you watch that show. I have become Sean. I'm the degenerate friend. You know, the bad boy degenerate friend. I don't even know how I fell into that category. I don't even... I mean, I know all of what I am. You know, an artist. A performer, an entertainer. um, Arts appreciatos. Sculptor. But I'm also a... uh, Self-identified addict. You know. I don't think it would matter what it would be. I'm addicted to candy. I'm addicted to caffeine. Particularly Red Bulls. Um, sugar in general. Marijuana. I know marijuana is not addictive. But I have an addictive personality. I have it genetically. It's in my genetics. And Kleinfelter syndrome makes you more easily addicted to things in the first place. So I've got a lot of things working against me. I shouldn't be doing marijuana at all because doing copious amounts of marijuana uh, increases your estrogen levels. And uh, although my estrogen levels or whatever, like they're the same as they would be for any guy, my testosterone levels are low. So uh, it's kind of like fighting things with things, you know? That's why a lot of stoners have like, you know, the man titties or... They're very like easy go in and chill and calm. That's that estrogen working overtime for it in a natural way of getting it. But you're just doing a lot of pot, man. But I probably should stop. I'm feeling tired and stuff. Doing too much marijuana. But I get out such great writing. Like I don't perform great high. In fact, I don't like it. I feel like it's disrespectful to you guys. 
doing things intoxicated. <clears throat> Even that podcast with John, I felt I didn't feel good about it because although it was fun doing and everything, you're not putting your best foot forward if you're not doing something completely sober, you know? But it does help writing. It does put you in a weird headspace. That it makes you analyze things and situations and topics differently than you would with a sober mind. Now, this can also work with alcohol, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of alcohol. I like to feel in control of myself, you know? I'm a control freak. But who am I? I'm a mess of a person. I've been arrested twice. That's a lie. I've been arrested three times. I've been detained once, twice. I've been detained twice. But I've been in jail once. For four months last year. I became the crazy guy in the hole after I was thrown in there for 30 days for failing a drug test because I had done so much marijuana before I was even self-surrendered in jail that I was just testing dirty for 62 days. That's what happens when you do concentrate, ladies and gentlemen. Concentrates. But, I don't know. I've, I've been single for a long time. And... I've honestly not wanted to, wanted or really felt the need to date anybody. I just, I don't know. If I want to go meet people, I'll go take classes. I'll go do sculpting workshops. I'll go do, uh, you know, places where they're doing live music, you know, variety shows, things like that. Probably not comedy clubs, but, you know, other places. It's just growing up with a couple like Austin and Andrea. It's like looking at Corey and Topanga with an even better track record because they only broke up the one time. And you're like, yeah, I want to find that. I don't want to fuck around with like meaningless Tinder girls or OkCupid girls or dating app people. I want to meet like, you know, my person. And I'm probably going to meet that person by being out in the world. And if we have to be in a pandemic for a while or whatever, whatever. I'll learn more about myself and I'll be a better person when I do meet that person. And I've got a lot to work on personally for myself too. I don't want to drag someone under with me. I want to share my life with them. So maybe I should get my shit in order first before I do that. So... I don't know. Maybe I am a little autistic on the spectrum. But, you know, who knows? Maybe there's something a little wrong with all of us. Anyway, it's been way too long of a solo podcast. 
But I felt like I had to make it up because... No, I didn't feel like I had to make it up. I was just... The beginning part of it was the letter, and I got frustrated by that. I had to share that with you. And now you have a true glimpse at how I handle situations. I fluff up like a blowfish, and I get very mean and scary. And then I come down calm because I realize I'm not going to do anything. I realized at a young age I could hurt people with words. I could destroy someone's entire day with one word. It's a lot of power for a young person to realize. And it takes a long time to kind of hone that ability so you can use it for good. The good things in your life, you know? Hone your energy. Hone what makes you you. I'm still doing that. I'm still trying to figure it out. I could still be a better friend and a better son and a better brother. And obviously I could be a better neighbor, as the note implies. So you know what? I'll try to be putting my best foot forward and try to improve my image to people. And I myself will try to be less of a cunt. Because it takes two to tango. And... You know, you put good energy out in the world and hopefully at some point down the road, maybe you'll see some of that back. If not, you can feel good about yourself that you're not part of the problem. At least that's what I'm going to tell myself as I continue to do nothing. You know, I'll just, maybe I could sweep up, improve my front porch a little bit for aesthetics for the neighbors, you know, make everything a little nicer, a little cleaner. Don't give them a reason to leave notes and such. You know, I'll have that sporty sport out of the house. And, well, anyway, this has been Easily Irritated. We're all out of time. I'm Mike McCowan. Check me out on social media at Mike McCowan Comedy. And uh, I'll see you guys later. Love ya. Bye-bye. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. 
It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it. And they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now... All you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison of how massive your show is, mans, dudes, womans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. 